hello, and welcome to the Fisher Poetry Podcast, a showcase of prose, poetry, and song written and performed by those in the commercial fishing community, mostly. I'm your host, Brad. Thanks for joining us today. Today we are happy to be bringing you another installment of Sunday at Sea, a live show of maritime songs, stories, and good coastal fellowship hosted by Mark Allen Lovewell and Molly Canole from Martha's Vineyard, Massachusetts. So, without further ado, here's their show. Three, two, one. Mark Allen Lovewell. I'm a folk singer from Martha's Vineyard and welcome to Sunday at Sea. What a very special place this is right now. I'm at home. And Carol, you're looking at seeing if we get everything is all right. Check the sound. Everybody all right with the sound? Everything coming in all right? Uh, that's the big deal of today. The big deal today is that can Mark put this show together alone? And I've got an audience here in my home. We've got Ashley right over here. She's burning. She's got a fire going right now. In fact, we got this place nice and toasty. So the reason why you're not seeing a lot of flames is there is because we're already cooking. We're already warm and it's already nice and comfortable here. So thank you for coming. And, and it's obvious to you, as it is obvious to me, we miss Molly. Molly's not here. She's not even on Martha's Vineyard, and if you've been following us closely, Molly is in Baltimore, and she is there to perform. She's there with her friends. She's there to have a great time, and I'll talk a little more later about it because this is a big deal, and my hope is and my understanding is that Molly is in the comment section of this show. She is. She is. She's already made her presence known, so please, uh, you know, welcome her to the show in a very interesting way. She can't shout, she can't call out, she can't talk much, but what she can do is comment, and I hope you will comment too. Um, I'm just sort of look at my program here because I'm uh, thought of thinking. All right, so here, 
Yeah, so here's what I want to do. It's cold outside, it's chilly, it's, uh, we're in the thick of it, and um, this is a, uh, oh yeah, there's fire, I can see it, yeah, there she is, there she's burning, you got her, she's cooking, she's got a show going now, right here, let's see what we've... Candle of life. 
together for a long old time. We fish together for a long Your poetry warms me as frost covers the window of a winter, a frozen harbor by the sea. Wouldn't it be merry if I kissed you again? Sitting with your blanket and your hot cup of I gotta move this thing. I'm, I'm, I'm recording this. I might as well be candid with you. I'm, I'm recording this in two ways, two cameras, because we're gonna. This is different. This is so different. So I got two cameras going on here, and I just blocked one of them. Anyway, Brad, we'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> um, all right. So the next thing I want to talk to you about. Oh my gosh, this, this is a. Uh, so sailors, we, this is storytelling. Sailors, sailors know, know millions and they know the ocean. They know the infinite. They know when they sit in their boats and look across the harbor, they know the complexity of, of the ocean and the world around, the universe. Sailors have that sense. They go out in the water, they sail, and, and, and distances go beyond your sight. You're going places you don't even see. You're going places, it's complex. It's so complex. And sailors know this. And if you're a fisherman, you know the infant infinity. When I was a kid growing up, we thought the, the ocean was limitless. We thought the ocean was a universe. We thought the ocean was... A, had a bounty of fish that would keep everyone fed. That's what I grew up with, okay? That's what we think of. So it should not at all surprise you that I have a great love, not just for the sea, but for astronomy, 
for the sky above. There's nothing like it. And I've done it multiple times as I was growing up. Coming into a harbor by ship with the stars over your head and the lighthouse in front of you. That's, I remember that. Have the challenges of it and the inspiration that came with it. The poetry out of life experience. So astronomy is a natural for me and I can stand out at the night sky and look at the different stars and know them know them by their names and know them by their stories and their personalities. And it's astounding to me today as it was when I was a youngster, when I was a child. It really is. It's, it's so hard to conceptualize, to imagine. And so the good news is we don't have to conceptualize. We, we can only just visually try and, try and get it, but we, we know that it's beyond measure. And I, I just want to give you an example of a million. How many of you in your day-to-day -day actions hear somebody throw the word million? And it's such a number that you cannot bring your mind around to conceptualize what a million is. And, and I Googled this and you can too. If you want to visualize a million, take a glass and fill it with sand. My Google source says that there are two million, two million little pieces of sand in there, two million grains of sand in that glass. Wrap yourself around the thought because, you know, right now we're hearing Congress is dealing with billions and we're hearing of a national, all this economics and trillions and millions and billions and all these things are thrown at us day in and day out. So I like to look at the stars above and the sky above and try and visualize in my mind what it's all about, this universe of ours. And these are an amazing and exciting times and it's a story that I have been sharing with Molly for weeks and she's had to put up with hearing me talk about it, but it is a matter of interest. The size of the universe. And we've heard so much about how big it is. And they'll, they'll, I won't throw numbers at you, but I'll just say that scientists have settled on the idea that billions of years ago there was a big bang. And that's how the universe began. And that's pretty darn cool to have that story. And it's all based on the scientific gatherings of information that have pulled together based on what the scientists can see and whatever. And I have a great love for the, for the scientific method and all the things that are wrapped around the idea. What's fact and what is not. And I am having an especially wonderful time listening to the stories that are coming out of the news. And I know you're paying attention to them too. The latest story is that there's the Big Bang is only a piece of an even bigger story. I don't know the facts and I can't recite them to you at all, but I am wrapped up in my mind and I think you are too, about the wonder of the complexity of how this universe spins around, how this world that we live in 
how the universe is. And, and you know, I can, the closest thing I can visualize is, you know, Copernicus coming out and saying to everyone, hey, the earth is not the center of the universe. Do you remember that story? You were growing up in school and heard that story. Please comment. Copernicus shook the world of knowledge by saying, the earth is not the center of the universe. I don't know what the James Webb telescope has discovered or brought out, brought forward enough information to, 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 to measure up to what Copernicus had to say because he got himself in a lot of trouble, got yelled at and all kinds of stories about the troubles that he had and even Galileo took the heat too. But what's happening today in your lifetime in your lifetime. And when you see a five-year-old child playing on the beach and you watch him having a good time on the beach, visualize in your mind what is ahead for that child and his understanding of the universe is going to be different from yours. So I can't help it. I don't think you can either to have that sense of wonder and amazement that they're looking up at the universe and they're finding galaxies that shouldn't be around right now because of the age of the Big Bang. It throws a, a monkey wrench. It shakes the tree. There are universes out there. There's a, it's bigger than we thought. It's wider. It's, it's more complex. And it's exciting. This is exciting. This is reminds for me of going back to the days when the man landed on the moon. This is you, right? Do you remember, anybody remember that? What an amazing story. So this brings out to me one of my favorite songs. I think I'll do it in the key of C. You remember, for any of you who are parents, you're walking a child through the park and this child has all the energy and enthusiasm all wrapped up in himself and he's asking all kinds of questions and you're a parent you're the dad you're the uncle you're the sister you're the brother you're somebody who's supposed to know the answer to this young child's question So join with me in this song that you all know. Oh, why, 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 you know this. Because, 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 
together now. Oh, why? Oh, why? Oh, why? Oh, why? Because, 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 oh, why? Because, because. Thank you. Thank you for indulging me. I just, it's so exciting. It's so amazing. And I'm sure you paid attention to the photographs that that telescope is taking. Unbelievable photographs. Unbelievable. And we're just a speck of a speck of a grain of sand of a speck in this bigger story. It's amazing. Amazing journey. Amazing story. Oh boy. Here we go. All right. Let's see what we got. <clears throat> All right, I have a poem for you. You're, you've been so enthusiastic about my reading poems, I've got another one for you. This one was written a short time ago. And it's about this wood stove. And I invite you to join with me just for the thoughts that accumulate, that go together with this wood stove. And I know Ashley, which has the name, many of you are big fans of Ashley and enjoy her presence in the show. <laughs> Ashley gets an applause even here. Thank you, Carol. So I just... Anyway, just we'll take it as it is. It's called Old Wood Stove. Bear with me. Here we go. Even when she's cast iron cold, there is warmth within her sinew. This old wood stove has warmed so many nights. She's driven cold away in the height of multiple snowstorms. This cold cast iron stove hosts a black cauldron of earthly colors, each bidding me of stories, books, meals, and naps have a treasured place here. Even before the kitchen safety match is struck, warmth already cuts through the stillness in my heart. Wood stoves don't just live in the immediate. They carry a far broader palette. Wood stoves mark a trailhead of caring. Remember the walk in the forest 30 years ago when the leaves crunched underfoot, the crows cawed overhead and above. The nut-carrying squirrels watched nearby we and the children carried fresh-cut logs and piled them 
of a son and a daughter almost playing, almost working, almost beating the cold of the winter wind with their foggy breath. They made the best out of a family ritual. They made the burden almost joyful. Gathering fresh cut oak logs, hard wood, the hardest wood, no pine, no soft, moldy, crumbling branches, only the hardest, the best, and most fragrant here. In this moment, on this cold winter night, this wood stove is beyond the warmth of temperature for me. The charcoal, the crackling, the rising smoke, the red warmth, the smell of other days behind, they are all part of a confluence. This house is a living, breathing source of goodness, of comfort, of tightly closed windows and doors. Drafts of comfort move through, throughout inside, while icicles form on the overhang outside. By morning, the last of the glowing cinders will have done all they can do. By morning, I'll be better for it all. Having lived through a symphony of summering, simmering dreams, smells, sounds, and the cloths, and the closest thoughts and wonder. I gotta read that line again. Oh boy. Having lived through a symphony of simmering dreams, smells, sounds, and the closest thoughts and wanderings, I give thanks to my friend, this old wood stove. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And very special. Thank you. Yeah, we were sitting here feeling the warmth. Oh my gosh. just in case. Said the 
sailor to his true love. I'm bound far away. I am bound for the East Indies, where the loud cannons roar. And I'm bound to leave my Nancy. She's the girl that I adore. And I'm bound. Sailor to his true love, oh, I must be on my way. The topsails they are hoisted, and the anchor is weighed. The big ship she lies awaiting for the next flowing tide. And if ever I return again, I will make you my bride. And if her finger she quickly drew, saying, take this dear Henry, and my heart will be true. And as they were embracing, tears from her eyes fell, saying, may I come along with you? Oh, no, me love, farewell, saying, Pass on that. It's not coming. Oh, I get what we got out here. Oh boy, let's talk. Let's talk. What's happening here? This is the time to talk about Molly and I. We get to share some stories with you, boy. As you all know, Molly's in Baltimore, and she is performing on Tuesday, November fourteenth, at the Baltimore Hebrew Congregation in the sanctuary, and I've seen pictures of it. And Molly's going to post a few as comments with this show. She's performing at 7.30. She is singing with pianist Lisa Weiss. And Lisa's awesome. Lisa is an amazing... These two ladies are sisters in music. 
They've done this before. They performed together at Their Wonderful. They were just here a month or so ago performing in West Tisbury, and, and they've known each other for years, and they're just, they're wonderful. People are, they just, it elicits emotion from you, from people who watch them perform together. Molly singing, hitting all the high notes, and and Lisa just hit, playing the piano is just as, just as, they're both as passionate as ladies could be about music. And there'll be other people in the show, and, and Molly will put a poster, or you've seen the poster, of, of others who are involved in it. Um, and here's the best part about it. On Tuesday, you'll be able to watch the show if you have an internet connection, if you have a connection to the internet. And Molly will post the link so that you can actually watch it from the comfort of your home. And you'll find that Molly is, and Lisa, they're just unbelievable. They're wonderful. And, and uh, I am so fortunate as a folk singer to be sharing, um, sharing this news with you because Molly, Molly these two ladies are absolutely amazing. And we are so fortunate, all of us, every one of us, you too, for their, for their creative energy that, that brings warmth. Um, and Molly so, just posted it. She just did. Molly's posted it right now. Good for, good for her. And we've got other things coming down. We're up. We've got a few things. I'm just going to rattle them down, and I think, and I realize, you know, you might be saying to yourself, "Oh my God, they talk too much about themselves in their shows." But anyhow, on Sunday, December third, Molly and I are performing at the Chilmark Community Church. We're doing a couple of songs. That's at 5 p.m. But even more exciting is Sunday, December 17th at 8 p.m. This program, Sunday at Sea. We'll be back at the Federated Church. You were there with us last week. You saw it, but we are doing it with a, with as a collaborative program. It, we're calling it, it right now Christmas at Sea, which is a combination of Christmas carols, still Christmas stories, maritime this and maritime that, and we're performing with the Federated Church Choir. Uh, directed by Peter Boak, and they are awesome. They are more professional at doing music than I am. They are stellar. They are, there's no wonder. They get together and practice. They've been working together for years and years and years, and people are in awe of, of what they can do. And Molly and I are going to be doing Sunday at Sea like we usually do with them. And Put it on your calendar. I'm going to give it to you again because you don't have to come to the show every week. You're not required to. But if I was to put an urgent call out to you, December 17th, 8 p.m., Sunday at Sea, on Facebook Live, or if you're on Martha's Vineyard, come to the church, at Federated Church. And that's pretty exciting. And... Uh, Collaborating, it's just amazing to me. This, and we're already talking it up. We're, we're, we're excited amongst ourselves. And then a, Sunday, December 23rd, from five to seven, we're performing at the Black Dog Cafe. 
in Tisbury. And uh, it's on State Road. It's two hours. And, uh, you know, they serve food there. So I don't know. But anyhow, the good news is we'll be there. And you already know this. We're already doing these Sunday shows at 8 p.m. So please take note. Wrap yourself around these dates. Wrap yourself around the thought. We'd love to have you join with us. We'd love to have you be a part of our story. And uh, It's been a while since I did this show by myself. Oh my gosh. Anyhow, thank you all of you for joining with us. Let's see if I can find it. Here it is. time of year, in more recent years, the last 20, 30, 40, 50 years, I'd say, a lot of cod fishing goes on south of Martha's Vineyard. Now, cod are scarce these days, so, you know, not like it was before. And the fishing boats would come to these harbors, Edgartown, Oak Bluffs, Menemsha, unload their fish. The story of Martha's Vineyard is a story of about an island community that, that ate what was caught in the waters around here. Today we got grocery stores that bring food from all over the world into our kitchens. But going back in those days, Catching cod. As we're looking to Thanksgiving a few weeks away, a good friend of mine who's long gone, Everett Poole, ran a fish market in Menemsha called Poole's Fish. He used to tell me, he said, you should talk up Cape Cod Thanksgiving. They have cod. He said, he said it with a smile because we know everybody eats turkey on Thanksgiving. But the idea is there. The idea is there. Cod is local. And I'm afraid, I'm sorry to say, the cod is not as abundant as it was years ago. But this song will help pay tribute to that wonderful, wonderful story of how Cape Cod got its name and how many of us have the memory of having God for Thanksgiving. <laughs> Don't you make a noise? Found a way 
Cause they don't use no sleds All the way home They slide down the dunes on codfish heads So let's heave it up, my bully bully boy Doctors, they don't use no pills All the way home They feed their patients on codfish gills Bound away Australia So let's heave it up, my bully bully boys This is so good. All right, let's see. Hee hee, my 
souls and doing on time here we are right now oh my god we're getting close we're getting close all right i got statement here that we've been putting at the end of our shows just to keep all out. This is great to have <clears throat> Carol and John here tonight. It's good to have you folks. I can see all kinds of comments flying and we get the fire still pretty warm here. It's just a good fellowship and thank you all for joining with us. I hope you are commenting, share your stories, um, say hello to each other. It's a, impressive to me to, day in and day out to follow this, uh, <clears throat> follow your activity. After uh, Molly and I have put together the show and we 
and it's on live and people watch it and people watch it in the week ahead and they comment and they pay attention. I can I rattle off a bunch of names of people who have become the dearest of friends to Molly and I simply by staying in touch, connecting with us, sharing stories. And so that matters. That's part of the community that we all share together. As we close the show, we want to give a big shout out to our audience. Oh, I just did. Both live and in person. We couldn't do this without you. We'd also like to thank the sponsors of our show, our, our supporters on Patreon. Um, and lastly, the Fisher Poetry Archive for their technical assistance in directing and editing this show, all our shows. You can watch our videos on Facebook, YouTube, MVTV on Martha's Vineyard, or Capital Community Media in Salem, Oregon. You can also listen to our podcast on Amazon, Apple, Google, and Spotify. We know this because we see this. We see the activity of you folks watching us. Please visit our website for all kinds of information, upcoming performances, sign up for our free newsletter, and other fun stuff. The website, the easiest way to find Molly and Mark is mollyandmark.com. Remember that, mollyandmark.com. Come visit us. Visit the website. You're all wonderful. You're all a part of the bigger story. The bigger story. And, and it's an amazing story that has history. You heard me talking about the wood stove having, a, having not just a presence in the moment, but having a life that extends through time. <clears throat> That's your story. That's your story with us. That's your story with us. And we thank you for it. We thank you for being with us. And of course, looking ahead to the new year, we got all kinds of things that could happen, will happen, things we don't know about. And you'll hear about it as things unfold. Um, I can share with you, we are already booking next year. We're already getting bookings for next year. Not just here on Martha's Vineyard, but on the mainland. And uh, we welcome and we're grateful for your part of it.
of you, Molly. I'm thinking you're going to carry this tune over there in Baltimore. This last verse. Here we go. We look forward to your return back to the vineyard in the days ahead. That was Sunday at Sea, hosted by Mark Allen Lovewell and Molly Canole of Martha's Vineyard, Massachusetts. Thank you, Mark and Molly. It was a real pleasure to have you on the show today. For more information about Sunday at Sea, please check out the link included in the podcast description. Well, that's it. This one's in the tote. The Fisher Poetry Podcast is written and produced by me, Brad Wortman. Music used in this episode is courtesy of Mark Allen Lovewell and Molly Canole. We're always looking for Fisher poets like Mark and Molly to come on the show. If you'd like to appear or have comments about the show, please send an email to thefisherpoetrypodcast at gmail.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe to haul the latest episodes into your net. The Fisher Poetry Podcast is available via our podcast host, Anchor, 
and several other hosts, including Apple, Google, and Amazon. Please also check out our videos on the Fisher Poetry channel on YouTube and visit the Fisher Poetry podcast page on Facebook. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you on the next one. Come all young sailormen, listen to me. I'll sing you a song of the fish in the sea. Blow you winds westerly, westerly blow. We're bound to the southern, so steady she goes. <laughs> <laughs>